up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of State Champs Hang Time. We are having a good time getting a chance to do this each and every week. Uh, we had like 12,000 views last week, right. so obviously uh, people have a passion for what's happening, especially now that high school basketball is heating up. So We're doing something right. Yeah, exactly. The word is spreading. Yes, right. Scott Bernstein, TJ Kelly, Jeff Dulek in the house. How you doing, boys? Doing well. All right, quickly as we uh, uh, get going here, I do want to thank our sponsors, of course, uh, the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan, BCAM. Uh, go to bcam.org. We're going to have a nice segment. We're going to talk about BCAM's best later in the show. Uh, that's kind of like the dream team and all kinds of – it's actually much bigger than that because they have top 20 throughout the classes and unlimited honorable mentions. So coaches get to vote on that. We'll talk about it later. Tom Markowski will be in that segment. Remember him? Uh, he'll be he'll be back, uh, and then also uh, our sponsor, Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. Uh, if you, you need to do any kind of fundraising for your team, for your school, for your event, go to doughraiser.com. All right, as we get going here, let's uh, since we record on a Wednesday, uh, we air this show on a Thursday night, early night. Uh, we could talk quickly about what's fresh and what happened Tuesday, and uh, I'll start because it's going to be our main event on State Champs this Sunday, 9 a.m. on Fox Sports Detroit. Uh, we sent a camera, John Kidd specifically, to Grant. Grand Ledge, and uh, it was East Lansing and Grand Ledge getting together second time uh, this season. It was Grand Ledge who beat East Lansing, ended their 40-game regular yep, season yep. win streak in early January. Brandon Johns was on the floor for that game, but he was on the floor Tuesday, had a huge second Yes, half. he did. So Grand Ledge came in 11-2, and uh, and there were, it was really an outstanding game. Went to overtime uh, for Grand Ledge, the senior Al McCready. He had 17 points. He was really big early. Uh, they were up after the first quarter. Uh, East Lansing was looking for their fourth straight win. Uh, Jack Morse. Went in double figures with 16, but they were still trailing by a point at halftime. Uh, uh, Javel Lewis uh, for uh, uh, Grand Ledge, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for Grand Ledge. Um, uh, had a big third quarter, big block in that game. You'll see it in the highlights. Uh, we were def- defense. It was sweet. It was tied at uh, 37 into the fourth, and uh, then it was uh, again Lewis who had a team high 19, helped put them up 56 to 46 with three minutes to go, and then boom, it was Brandon John's show. Yep. Uh, from that point, he had a two-handed jam that we'll have in the highlights. Under 10 seconds to go, uh, Grand Ledge misses a free throw. Uh, John's laid it in. We were tied at 61 at, and, and went into overtime. All EL uh, in the extra session. Brandon John's uh, explodes for 28 points. What a performance, especially now that Mr. Basketball is on people's minds. Mm-hmm. Oh, without a doubt. I think that's one of it's a vindication. You know, obviously, you don't want to lose to the same team twice. Right. You know, right. big time players got to show up in big time games. And, and they Brandon didn't have Johnson's a lot of big time games. They needed these. This was a big time game for them. Yeah. They needed, yes, some, yes. They needed a signature win. Yeah. Brandon Johnson was in foul trouble. First half had two fouls, sat down for, I believe, most of the second quarter. Picked up two quick ones in the third and sat for most of the third quarter. Then the fourth quarter, um, you know, last year, you know, we had talked about it, I thought he was the best player in the state last year. And I, I look at him this year, um, and I just think, you know, he's as good as advertised. You know, he's committed to Michigan. John, who was out there shooting the game, is yep. a big Michigan fan. I've yeah. been telling him, dude, you should be excited about this <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah. I, I'm just a big fan of, of guys with diverse skill sets mm-hmm. and, you know, guys that just aren't, you know, just one-dimensional, guys that are just scorers or just rebounders or just slashers. Mm-hmm. And he does it all. You can score. He's, you know, he's the prototypical stretch four. You know, he can he can he can clear the glass. Mm-hmm. He can run the floor, and then he can step out and and, and bomb away. And uh, he, you know, I just I just love the uh, 
Uh, kind of like Blake Griffin, but we're not going to talk about <laughs> yeah, yeah, Blake yeah, Griffin yeah. or the Pistons on this <laughs> podcast right, right, at all yeah, for right yeah. now. I love the. I just love his uh, his tenacity and uh, you know the ferocity he brings yeah. when he hits the floor. Yeah, yeah, and he can score on the post. Yeah, you know I think that that's one of the other. And what you were talking about, I like to see kids that that develop over time. And I think that Brandon has done that in the versatility of his game. You know, where, all right, he's lacking this. Well, you come back in a few months and you see that, all right, now he's got that. Yeah. All right, cool. He's obviously been working on his craft. See, the the, the cool, the interesting thing that I think there is, and I, I think Dan Young, who does the BKM segment, made a really good comparison. Brandon Johns now kind of strikes me as somewhat similar to what Shane Battier was in mm-hmm. high school. Very multidimensional, yeah, very versatile, and he can do a little bit of everything. His offensive game right now, in my opinion, yeah. is more more uh, diverse. More di- no. well, it's, it's just because Battier was paint. It's more flushed yeah. out, right? Yeah, but I, I kind of like that player comparison. Yeah. Kind of not quite a point forward, but a guy who's capable of handling the ball at the four and doing a number of different things. So, what were some other Tuesday, uh, you know, notables? Um, I, I went down to Cast Tech, um, saw Pershing beat Cast. Pershing is really clicking right now. They've got all those seniors that are really going on uh, that are playing really well. Ron Hill, I thought, played an exceptional game as a point guard. Um, just did a great job of facilitating getting guys involved, making open shots when he needed to make open shots. I think their their X factor right now is a kid, Jalen Benning, who's six foot five, more looks like a football player. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, and he's also Derek Nix's younger brother. He can jam. Ah. So, I mean, just to kind of throw Mr. Basketball, Mr. I think 2009. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. He's the two Pershing back to back, Nix and Appling. And yeah. Nix had a really solid career in East Lansing. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, it, it, was, it was great to see Jalen Benning really step up because a lot of these guys for their senior year, hey, you know, you don't have another opportunity. So you have to make the best of what, you, what you're given. And you know, hey, sometimes when your back's up against the wall, you know they'll, you know they. He obviously stepped up to the forefront, and now Pershing will play Depsa in the in the in the championship game, which will also be the first time that there's ever been two teams with under sub 500 records and two Class C teams. So usually it's been a Class A or B team that's won PSL title. Right. Obviously yeah. things have changed. A little Nobody bit. would have called that no. matchup. See, I got no. I asked TJ a question off mic. I'm going to ask him again because you know. A lot of people gave you some a hard time for having Edison at I think number five in your preseason rankings. Yeah, you know you dropped them out. They had a, they were in a yeah. little bit of a rough stretch. You feel a little bit they vindicated. Had a lull. Yeah, you feel a little bit vindicated now that they're in the PSL final. And kind of they're knocking off some really good teams. You know I don't know if it's so much vindication for me. I just like to see kids to step up to the plate and and and, and play. They had the, the play to their best of their they ability. The yeah, Edison's and, got three yeah, Division I One yeah. uh, uh, signees on right. this, and team. they all they play got, different positions. Yeah, Spider Johnson in the post, Gary Solomon and PJ Mitchell in the back court so i mean anytime you got that kind of talent that kind of firepower mm-hmm. i don't care what your record is you know they're playing a very tough schedule right. they're going to be dangerous in, in tournament play and those teams are all at the jugular for themselves right. like they're out to murder them yeah. they're about to murder themselves and depths wind up making it um detroit renaissance fell a little bit short right uh, they had a couple of opportunities late in the game um, you know, and I mean that's just some. I guess that's the way the ball bounces. So as we get into our ranking segment, Renaissance, you know, you have them in the Class A top ten for the first time, despite that tough loss. East English Village, you're dropping down to nine. Yeah, um, I was kind of disappointed. I thought East English Village should have at least made it to the semifinals. You know, if they would have gone further, then God bless them. But yeah. um, at the same time, I think Renaissance is, and they lost to Pershing, also correct. They lost n- or East English. Uh, Who they lose to? Oh wow. Who did they lose to? In the, I think did the they lose to? They, or was it Edison? They, they might have lost to Renaissance. Or Renaissance, okay. So yeah, Renaissance. Okay, okay. So this is so this okay. is why I moved Renaissance up. Okay. They beat Henry Ford, which okay. is ranked in, in yeah. at the time in Class B. They won the West. 
or right now, Henry Ford won the West. They they we they beat Castec, who was at number one for a minute, uh, and then they beat East English Village, who was number two in the state. And there are not a lot of teams that can go out there and they've seen, hey, I beat two cla- two top ten Class A teams and a top ten B team, you know. And so I think the Renaissance is, you know, they're they're really, you know, meshing together, and they've got one of the best front courts in the state. And now their guards are really starting to come along, and they, you know, they did a great job on uh, on uh, Dave DeJulius. Um, the other day, and I think I'm going to say maybe scored eight points in the first. Dave only scored eight points wow. in the first half, and this is a guy who can go, easily go for forty or fifty. Yeah, and you know their backcourt. We're talking about Renaissance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that backcourt. I, I did a you know go to statechampsnetwork.com. I did a blog all about the. We have there's a ton of depth uh, in in the backcourt and in the Detroit PSL right now. Right. Lots of great guard combos, and uh, with Renaissance, you got a, a freshman senior combo in Keon Henderson and, and Cortez Garland. That you know, uh, I think complement that high-profile front court right. of of, uh, of Carrington, uh, McCaskill, and uh, Chandler Turner. Mm-hmm. So moving over to Canton, you've got them up to number four now in Class A, six in the Super Ten. Um, I've, I've, I've seen them yeah, once, but yeah. again, it was against a, an average Salem team. Mm-hmm. Right. I, well, I think that one of the better things that one of the things when I looked into doing some of the rankings. I like to see teams that actually win their league, right. win their conference, and I think that they should be rewarded for doing so. Yeah, you know, and Canton has run the table. Uh, yeah, you know, I know that they had a close game um, last week when they played uh, at home versus Wayne Memorial. Yeah, but I mean, they beat Wayne Memorial by thirty at yep. Wayne Memorial. Yeah. Yeah. you know, and then they lose by what five points or something like that um, at or beat uh, Wayne Memorial at it was home. A closer match, yeah, and a closer matchup. You know, but sometimes you need those closer games, and not only that, Wayne was ready for them. All right. right, now we've got our game plan, and and Kenton was still able to hold them off. And Wayne is one of those teams that are they've just been on the cusp of the top ten yeah. the entire year. Um, yeah, and they then, were mad. They yeah, wanted to win. Yeah, that. they definitely they wanted to, and they and were they the defending win. champions in the KLA. So. We'll find out about that. You guys believers now in Canton? Like I, for me, you know, we talked about this kind of in our pretenders, contenders um, segment. You know, two weeks ago, I said I wasn't fully bought in yet. I'm, I'm getting bought in now because, like we said, this is their second time playing a lot of these teams, and they're, they're kind of holding their own at this point. Yeah. Another game that we're going to have on State Champs is, uh, is we're going to get out Friday to Southfield Christian and see River, River Rouge, Rouge and Southfield Christian. We're going to have the highlights of that game on State Champs uh, Rouge, Sunday at 9 a.m. What's can, that? The River Rouge Faithful. Oh, I know. We, they've been, they've, they've, and they're going to bring the band, too. We gave I them know. a lot of love on our last episode. We yeah. did. And they've been, yeah, I've, I was chatting with, yep. with uh, a tick, one of the Tonys. I don't know if it was his father or what, but... Uh, but still, real passionate about Rouge, and they're they're you know excited about their team. They think defense is how they're going to win, and, and how they're going to go for it. Yeah, a lot of length. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, what do you think of the matchup? I would like to see Southfield Christian. I think that this is a matchup where they really need to vindicate themselves, play a lot better than what they did against West Bloomfield. I sent a text message to uh, Bryce Washington and Harlan Beverly um, after they beat Southfield, uh, or excuse me, Sterling Heights Parkway Christian by two points. And nothing against Parkway Christian. But I sent him a message and I said, look, I was like, you guys, I was like, you know, you guys are, when you pass into Southfield, you see state champion Southfield Christian. I was like, you have an opportunity to be a part of this. You know, you lost to Powers North Central in overtime last year, double overtime. One of the greatest you know, games we'll ever see. Yeah, and then, but I'm, how disappointing is that? And then you go out there. And you lay an egg against West Bloomfield. They lost a Depsa. You're just yeah. You're just but they're all, but they're just but Depsa's a, a formidable team. 
But with some of the team, you can't lose to Parkway Christian by two points and go out there and beat your chest and say we're this and we're that. They beat Parkway yeah. Christian. Yeah, they well, yeah, yeah. excuse me, they be, they beat yeah. they beat. It's them. almost like a loss when you only yeah. win by and two. And so I so I one thing that I talked to him, I was like, you need to you need to have certain goals, you know. And I was like, whether it be holding a team under twenty points and a half, under forty for a game, uh, only having ten turnovers as a team, not giving up um, offensive rebounds and stuff like that, the little things. Because if you guys are bored, you know, find new ways to challenge yourself. And and it was great to talk with Harlan and 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 Bryce and they're both both very mature young men you know who are gonna um, some of the best in the state but it, but I think that they I was it was good to get my point across and that they got it well, and then they go out there and they and they did pretty well the other night they better get up because yeah. Ruiz yeah. is gonna yeah. bring it so yeah they number just, one in D and number one in B I haven't seen and, and you know the, the Southern Christians is an, is a, just a tremendous program what Josh Baker's been able to bring to the table the last decade is and Clenny Brendan. Brundage. And Clenny Brundage, who's like, a, you know, coach, you know, they, coach A and coach B. Right. Um, and Brundage is actually credited with the state championship, mm-hmm. I believe, the second or third one they won. Right. Uh, yeah. Because Josh had to take a leave uh, yeah. for some family issues. Yep, I remember. But um, this is the first year that I've seen them go out of conference, you know, because, you know, their, their, their league play doesn't do them any favors because they right. just, you know, uh, it's just kind of like cupcake central for them. Yeah. Um, but this is the first year I've seen them go out of conference. And, and I don't want to say play intimidated because that's not the right word but you know I've just seen him uh, have a difficulty getting up for some of these non-conference games yeah I was going to go uh, there too and, and yeah. you know the West Bloomfield game they just were you know they were just flat I mean flat and sluggish Harlan Beverly who I am just incredibly high on mm-hmm. uh, I had him ranked number two in Oakland County in my Oakland County rankings only below only below Foster Lawyer and this is a guy that's going to be playing power conference basketball he wasn't present at the West Moonfield game I mean he was there he was in uniform he was playing but it was like he wasn't um, so I, I would like to, uh, you know, and, I, and Harlan's a great kid, and Bryce Washington's a great kid, uh, and Caleb Hunter's a great point guard. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm excited and, and, and interested in seeing what they'll what they'll be able to do against River Rouge, and if right. they'll kind of bring that intensity that maybe was lacking in the West Moonfield game. They didn't look. I mean, yes, Debsa is a formidable uh, opponent, mm-hmm. but when I saw them uh, play this uh, over the break, mm-hmm. I didn't love the performance against Debsa. So, uh, you know, stepping out of conference for a big, uh, a, a big game against River Rouge, I'd like to see that intensity kind of yes. return from the way I've seen them in the past six or seven years, right. the way they play their out-of-conference uh, schedule. Right. See, I'm kind of in lockstep with you because it's no disrespect to a Parkway Christian or anything like that, but it's, I get the sense that the Southfield Christian team can get bored at times. And you, mm-hmm. you look at they're, they're as talented as they are. We've talked about it, you know, at length why they should probably leave the conference they're in. You know, we've tossed around the idea of maybe going to the Catholic League, something like that. Um, but just to kind of prove that point, you know, they played Parkway Christian one by two. They bounced back. They beat North Farmington on a makeup game. And then they go to Oakland Christian, win by 50. Yeah. And that Oakland Christian team only lost to Parkway, or I think that team beat Parkway Christian earlier in the year. So it just shows you that it's kind of like a, uh, you know, they, they have to shift their gears at different times. Um, and I think, you know, with that coaching tandem of Josh Baker and Clendy Brundage, when the when the state tournament gets here, you know, I think this team's going to be ready to go and start start really hitting their gears. And you look at their their schedule on the way out of the uh, on the way out of the regular season: River Rouge, Ann Arbor Pioneer, Detroit Country Day. You know, that's going to get they'll them get ready. a battle tested. It'll, it'll, if if nothing else, it's a, it's a piece of humble pie. For, for some of these guys who There's think... There's no question. Know. I mean, the intensity factor on that bench, I mean, is there in spades right. between Baker and Brundage? Yeah. 
All right. Yeah, there's no, there, there might not be a better coaching staff. All right, well, we'll see what happens. Watch the highlights this Sunday. If you don't get a chance to yep. uh, follow it on Twitter, I'm sure everybody's going to be blasting it out when, when the game's going on and giving you updates. But yep. uh, we'll have the highlights, and it'll be there Sunday. All right, we're going to take our first time out. When we come back, we're going to uh, talk about Mr. and Miss Basketball favorites. So that will be coming up in our second segment. Uh, here you are listening and watching State Champs Hang Time. Fundraising should be fresh, flavorful, and simple. We have the perfect solution at Hungry Howie's. Dough Razor. Your team or school can sell paper pizza certificates that can be redeemed for one medium pizza at participating locations. We've been doing this fundraiser for about four years, and it's the easiest and best and most profitable fundraiser they have in Michigan. Go to DoughRazor.com to learn more and sign up. Your next fundraiser comes with flavored crust. Welcome to Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. All right, welcome back to Hang Time. Time for our second segment of the program. We want to talk Mr. and Miss Basketball favorites. It's that kind of a year, that time of year. Everybody's talking about it. Obviously, we talked about uh, Brandon Johns uh, in our first segment, the performance he had uh, on Tuesday night versus uh, a good Grand Ledge team. And uh, obviously, a big win for them. And so let's talk about the guys right now who are playing the best basketball and who you expect to see on the final ballot. Lawyer's still the front runner. Yeah, Foster I mean, Lawyer from Clark. He's having such, you know, he's having another great year. Uh, I always, you know, go to when I start talking about him. Obviously, he's a great point guard. Obviously, he's, you know, uh, you know, the consummate winner. But uh, his efficiency is so off the charts. To see a guy that can get thirty on ten shots, right? right. He he surpassed the two thousand uh, point club last week. Uh, another feature I did uh, yep. that you can find on statechampsnetwork.com. Yep. Yep. Good, good he's article. Only you know only forty players in the history of the state have gone over two thousand. Yep. I believe uh, three of them uh, or four of them from Clarkston, <laughs> right? Uh, with the Fifes and uh, right. and him now. But you know he scored. The, he went. He joined the two thousand club by scoring thirty one points on nine for nine from the field and right. seven on seven for seven from the line. Yeah, that that game sums up who Foster Lawyer is. And when yes. when Izzo gets a hold of him, you know I used to. I used to question be that way. his upside is. Off the chart. I used to question yeah. what he was going to be able to do at the next level because of the size but factor. But not anymore. He's tiny. And I, I heard a lot of people a couple years ago compare him to Bobby Hurley, uh, the former All-American yeah. point guard at Duke. And I think that's a great comparison. He was. And, and, Hurley hated him. Once an, Amer- right. once an All-American, always an All-American. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. just, you know. The, yeah. The, yeah. The, no, absolutely. See, absolutely. See, I, I opened up, you know, when we fr- the first time we talked about Mr. Basketball, you know, my, my front runner was Brandon Johns. And I've since shifted, you know, kind of leaned back towards Foster Lawyer. And it's kind of just because what you see what Foster Lawyer does, he's one of the most assertive players. You know, he takes over. He doesn't hesitate taking over a game. And I know, you know, last night Brandon Johns was in foul trouble, but there are some times where it seems like Brandon Johns waits until he needs to be Superman, and then he is Superman. Mm -hmm. You know, he's very passive. He gets his teammates involved, and there's nothing wrong with that. But when we're talking about the Mr. Basketball Award, Foster Lawyer is at the you know the forefront of every single possession for Clarkston. Yeah. He he's a gunner. He he is, you he, know, he oozes yeah. uh, cool, calm, and collected. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. the strength and, of schedule and, and, that Clarkston yeah. plays. And whether it's, yeah. it's, and whether they're too. whether they're playing a bottom feeder or they're playing you know uh, for the state championship, yeah. he's bringing you that same effort, that same uh, level of yeah, level of swagger and consistency. And it's just it's just now, it's boys. Really it wasn't very long ago that we were on that David DeJulius yeah. train, yeah. and we yeah. were all. 
on it and riding it. Right. right. I still. But for good reason, though. Yeah, I you know. know. I mean, and this is also he. You know, when they played when East English Village beat Clarkston. You know, Dave had a phenomenal game. Yeah, he did. You know, I was I wasn't there, but you know, looking. I, talking I to was people, there. It was one of the more and <laughs> it was one of the more spectacular individual performances I'd seen in the last decade. Just took over that game in the second half. Uh, just you know, just gunning the second he got over half court, gunning nothing but net like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, possession after possession yeah. after possession. That's what makes so, him one of my favorite players. Right. So yeah. the oh, Ville, yeah. so the Ville are not going to be PSL champs. And I think that that Which kind hurts. of hurts. It hurts to Julius in one way, Mr. Mr. No matter how we. And I think that he at least needed to win that quarterfinal game where he could play a semifinal game, you know, or a PSL semifinal game. Um, I think he's still going to win Mr. PSL if anybody else, yeah, maybe Anthony Roberts, but I really don't see that. Um, and, you know, it's Dave. Dave's going to win Mr. PSL, but you have to win the PSL championship if you're going to win Mr. Basketball. At least be in the final. I had him, yeah, I had, at least be in the final. I had Lawyer 1, DeJulius 2, Johns 3, but over the last week I've kind of moved Johns now uh, over to Julius just because of the uh, the league the league tournament factor. You think they're going to have five? I, mean, I wish they, I would. To me personally, I wish that they would go to however whoever gets a certain amount yeah, of votes, right, right. you know, rather than just limiting it to five. Yeah, because we like have years movie. like this. Yeah, I mean, we have we have seasons like this where we've got a ton of guys mm-hmm. who are worthy to be Mr. Basketball, or at least in the in the rankings. You know, I mean, Todd Negotian likes to look yeah, and he say finished hey, like twelve. Yeah, yeah, but it, it means a lot to him. You know, yeah. yeah. But I even like to go back in history and say Steve Smith finished eighth. You know, right. and I'd like yeah. to see hey, this. This is what happens, and not only that, you get to see wow, Steve Hall's name. You get to see Lou Dawkins' name. You get to see all these other guys, and they weren't in the top five. But I just think for like as a history reference, you know, for 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 young guys like myself, you know, who can go out there and they say, hey, I remember that guy. A couple years ago, there was Jer- Jermaine Jackson, yeah, right? Yeah, did not make the ballot. Yeah, and that was. I mean, there are tons of kids suspect. that didn't. Yante Mayton didn't make the ballot. You know, I think that you know I saw that, that was very, <laughs> very suspect. Yeah, and I had uh, a, you know some yeah. huge issues with it yeah. at the time. I saw Edmund. I saw. I went to the Orchard Lake St. Mary's Country <laughs> Day game, and I saw Edmund. He won, he won Gatorade Player of the <laughs> Year. Just Twenty-five Pandora's points, box. fifteen boards, <laughs> yes. uh, like six, six blocks a game. He doesn't deserve to be in the conversation. Yeah, and he winds up. I mean, he had a phenomenal. one of the all-time greatest players in the history of Georgia. Yeah, yeah. You know what? He's going to pass up. Incredible. He's. I think he's going to pass. Of Dominique Wilkins, like in his next game, I think he's th- or something he's like third, that. He's number he's third three. all time, right? Yeah, but now, I think he's going to pack, pass up Dominique list. Wilkins. You yeah. know, I mean, it's like he's phenomenal. I, like I love yeah. watching him play, and every time I talk to the Georgia coaches, they rave of what a great kid he is. Yeah, and I think that it is one of those things where you've got to have. Sometimes you need to expand it. I mean, if they were to go expand it this year, you know, I think that you know we've got the guys that are going to the Big Ten and playing. Obviously, the three that we mentioned, you know, but you also have Marcus Bingham. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, Travion Williams, Brandon Wade's play. my sleeper. You know, Brandon Wade, I think should be in the should be in that top five. But it, it's it's hard to go out there and say, oh, you're not worthy. You're going to tell Trey Williams that I mean, the kid's averaging thirty and twenty, right? You know, but, I mean, and at 30, 20, 15. Yeah, see, 30, it, 20, and fifteen. Yeah. See, the thing that's going to hurt Travion Williams and David DeJulius is what hurt Greg Elliott and Jamal Kane last year. Is you know they're going to split, split that votes. city vote. Yeah, well, but I mean, are, are they even going to be considered to be on the ballot? Is the question. question. I think they should. Um, yeah, but I mean, you also have to look. You have to get some, you know, West Side love. You Lamar, Lamar Norman, Norman, Marcus right. Bingham, yeah. who I think is, yeah. is really going to get some serious votes. You know, I love yeah, the I love the fact that in Grand Rapids right now they're calling uh, Godwin Heights Dunk City. 
people are walking around with T-shirts and say because they, they, they don't because they don't because we see that all the time over here in Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> and, and don't I gotta, I gotta talk to a couple. Don't people sleep on a guy like night. Marquise Hastings. You know, he's a yeah, Butler, Marquise Hastings, Butler yeah, guy. phenomenal player. And you know, I I think the you know like last year, I don't think any of us really expected to see Isaiah Livers be Mr. Basketball. I think we all kind of assumed it was going to be Xavier Tillman. Yeah, you know that West Side vote shakes things up in a really really big way. Yeah, well, I also think that it was like a kind of Michigan fans, they got to vote for their guy. Which is what's going to be Now they get to vote for somebody that's going to Michigan. You know, like Brandon and, and, John. And, yeah, and yeah and like a Brandon John. But, but then you've got Dave DeJulius. And Dave DeJulius, that's but, true. But here's what it, it, we just talked about what's kind of hurt DeJulius' chances in terms of the uh, play in the, in the PSL tournament. Not him, but the team. Yeah. What hurts John's uh, cause, uh, his candidacy, is the fact that he's a guy in East Lansing that's going to Ann Arbor to play at Michigan. Yep. And, yeah. and that's going to turn some people off. See, and, I, and that might take some votes away from him. And that's unfortunate. There, there's no hiding. I'm a Michigan State fan. But when you that, like, I kind of like the fact that Brandon Johns went against the grain. He had every reason to just say, hey, I'm going to Michigan State. You know, I'm, it's right in my backyard. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody that I go to school with is probably big-time Michigan State fans because they go to every single game possible. He said, no, you know, I'm going to Ann Arbor. And, and while, while what you said is true, it's, it's kind of a, a redeeming quality. In, in my opinion, that you know, he went against the grain, went to Michigan, where he's probably going to be a great fit in that system that John Beeline. Oh, I think he's going to be. I think he's going to come right out of the gates and and be a big impact player next yeah. year. I, I mean, too. depending on the opportunity that he's given, you know, I mean, they were going to lose. Michigan does lose a little bit on their front court um, next year, so yeah, the, I'm at the opportunity will be there. And then we talk about Isaiah Livers. Isaiah Livers is having a, he's having pretty, a really good year, pretty good year. You know, as a, as a freshman, and I love he's to see that. my expectations. Like, yeah, I love absolutely. to see that Xavier Tillman's playing well. I love to see yeah. that Greg Elliott's playing well. Yeah. I love to see that Jamal Kane's playing well. I love. I mean, I, it, like I like. There's nothing more than like when we when the college season yeah, rolls take around. Pride and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you saw yeah. when you saw yeah, them when they were 14 or 15. Now they're grown yeah. men and doing it on a national yeah. stage. What, and it, it how about how about Monty Morris in his NBA debut? Yeah, without a doubt, without a yeah. Then that another guy who's who's a phenomenal and very deserving guy yeah. and that was another year where you've had a whole bunch of guys that could have made yeah. you know martez i don't think khalil felder khalil felder wasn't on that mr basketball ballot i don't, no, believe. I don't believe he was. you know and people so. were talking about martez walker being better martez walker's going to texas you know and um, and unfortunately his season just ended his, yeah, his college that. season yeah. just ended with an ankle injury james young was only james young and ray mccallum who both made it to the league uh were were third in their balloting yeah but edmund james sumner who i just saw yesterday but Edmund Sumner, who won a state sport. championship his junior year, mm-hmm. and I just saw him yesterday, and and, and it was like I was it, it kind of it eeks me or irks me, mm-hmm. you know, to see some of these kids. And I was like, how are you voting for this kid number three? He's right. very des- he won a state championship. He's the best. And then you know, no no offense he's to Deshaun Thrower, no offense now. to Deshaun Thrower, but he didn't win a state championship before. Mm-hmm. You know, it was in and and. Look, I mean, and he was really once, good, but yeah, he didn't. He's not he's on not, that level. He didn't care, but he didn't carry that team. He went to Stony Brook. I, if I recall, uh, there was an NBA player on that team in the front court as well. Ended up coming back to what Eastern, right, to play football. No, is that Ferris State? Ferris right? State playing right. football Ferris and basketball. State. You know, he's having a great season with with is Ferris. It? Okay, you know, Ferris is having. They a great don't win year. that yeah. state title if Davis is in the middle right. doing what he's doing. Oh, yeah, well, without a doubt. And then who wins? Yante Mayton. Yeah. So you're gonna tell me Yante Mayton who lost Khalil Gracie? You know. Yeah, All right. so we've got off the rails. A little bit of ranting. Yeah, well, it's good. Yeah. good, good got good, into the weeds. Yeah, exactly. Right. You had to bring up Yante. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Set everything up. That's all right, guys. Go, uh, Miss basketball. You know, we we got some equal time here. Uh, quickly, mm-hmm. who you guys think are, are going to be uh, up for that award? I think Clegg. Camry Clegg. Camry Clegg. Yeah. Yes, I'm a big Clemson, fan. Right? Yeah, I'm right. a big fan of Camry Clegg. You know, she's she's not the biggest guard, but. 
I, I don't think there's anybody that, you know, pound for pound, I don't know if there's anybody in the state that's better. And there's somebody like Kayla Webb from Country Day who is yeah. obviously well, I'm going to see on player. Saturday. Right. They play Saginaw Heritage, number one that's a big uh, game. in the state. So, yeah, we're going to go shoot that nice. game shot tonight. I mean, I'm putting my uh, full support behind Kayla Webb. Yeah, I'm an Oakland County guy, mm-hmm. so I'm a little biased. But, you know, when you come to night in, night out, uh, consistency, the, the 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 winning factor, mm-hmm. the X factor that that she brings. She's been a starting point guard since her freshman year. She's got she's a got chance a, for three states. Got a couple state championships already under her belt. She's going to Providence, and well, uh, right. I, yeah. I, you know maybe she's not the um, doesn't have the wow factor of a Destiny Pitts, uh, who's at Minnesota right now, who's yep. a teammate the last couple of years. Yep. But you know there's no question that what she brings to the table is deserved uh, of serious consideration for this award, mm-hmm. and uh, you know obviously. Uh, you know, Clemson, Clemson bound Clegg, you know, deserves a lot of props, but I'll put my Kayla Webb up against her any day of the week. Yeah. You know, I, I think, you know, not to discredit everybody else in the conversation, we could have, you know, several other players that'll get in the conversation we can talk about. Yeah. That. Um, yeah. Jada Hampton, Jada Hampton, East Lansing, Lansing undefeated. Yep. going to Wichita State. Yep. Um, but you look at Camry Clegg, and, she, you know, in a certain way, she reminds me of what Foster Lawyer does. You know, they both play with this swagger, this confidence that I, I think is unmatched. You know, among their peers at this point, among the other seniors, I don't think there's any more confident player than Camry Clegg with the swagger she plays with. And Kayla Webb, you know, almost reminds me of Brandon Johnson in kind of the way that they're they're soft spoken. You know, they let their play do the talking. And I think you know. When you look at you know the top, two two of the top candidates that we've talked about, I don't know if it gets much better than what we've had this year on both boys and girls. I like the comparison. Yeah. Cambry's at Wayne Memorial, by yeah. the way, so right. people know who is. And I like I like the lawyer comparison to Webb in terms of her ability as a floor general. Right. This is someone who who gets on the floor, and every game I've ever seen her, and I've seen her since she was a freshman mm-hmm. year, just uh, as I mentioned about Lawyer a couple minutes ago, cool, calm, and collected, someone that doesn't let the moment get away from her, someone that is just you know dialed in on every possession. She's a coach on the floor. She's someone that you know is equally uh, uh, adept at scoring as she is distributing. She gets to the rack. Right. You know, she's got a really nice shot, and she's someone that. Uh, also like Foster Lawyer, she's someone that does it um, while she uh, exhibits swagger. She's also incredibly humble, and that's not always uh, you know two things that are married together. Right. Yeah, but she's going to Clemson too, Camry Clegg, yep. uh, um, who is tops in the ACC right now. Right. And, then, and then you can't look a four point five grade point average too. Not too shabby. Uh, that's uh, not too pretty shabby. impressive. But then yep. you you look at. Um, someone like Jada Hampton, you know, East Lansing's 15, 16 and 0 at this point. That's a nice uh, one-two punch there for, right. for the East yeah. Lansing hoops yeah. community. Yeah. Right. And I, I mean, you look at just what she's been able to do. Um, and East Lansing last year had a really strong run, you know, didn't quite get there. This year, you know, this is her team. If she takes East Lansing on a deep run in the playoffs, there's no doubt she's going to get some of that support, you know, from that mid-Michigan area. Uh, area. Um, you know, so, when do they vote? Is it does it work out the same as in, on the boys' side where they vote after before, district? It's the, the week, week before, before yeah. actually. So they they vote they vote before the before the playoffs start. Yeah, Miss Basketball so, is the week before Mister Basketball when I, they announce the yeah. me, me personally, I think they should so, wait till the end of the season. I think it'd be great if they just announced the winner at halftime of, of one of the, the you know nice. the Class A final or something like that. Oh, that'd be I mean yeah, if they did yeah, that, that'd right. be fantastic. Yeah, that's the biggest stage. You know, they they hand out the trophy as it is, or at least have the voting after the regional final or right. something like that. You know, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, there's a couple other ones that I like. You know, uh, Lasha Petrie from Ypsilanti Arbor Prep. Um, obviously, she's got the pedigree of taking that team deep. Uh, sleeper, you know, East Kentwood has a couple of players. Uh, one's last name is Sanders or Saunders. 
The other is uh, Corinne Jemison. Um, you know, those are two players that you know led East Kentwood to the state final last year, and East Kentwood again is unbeaten, sixteen zero, I believe, at this point. They've got a really good chance to win it all this time, okay. um, and I think I think East Kentwood's got a couple of good candidates there too. All right. Well, you know what? We're going to take another break. When we come back, we're going to have Dan Young. We're going to be joined by Tom Markowski. Uh, we're going to be talking about BCAM's best. So we're talking about Mr. Basketball, Miss Basketball. Well, they have like their own assemblage of a dream team. So we're going to talk yep. about uh, some of those guys. They get up to 10 players, which means we get to talk about all those guys cool. that you mentioned. And, uh, and then we'll come back. We'll talk about the Catholic League uh, playoffs, which will be starting up uh, this weekend. Yes, correct? Saturday. Saturday. So we will have uh, the guys back in here to kind of wrap up uh, this week show so stay with us again you are listening and watching state champs hang time welcome to be the referee with mhsea assistant director mark ewell every summer we hear broadcasters talk about the dog days of the major league baseball season during the month of august and into september when everybody hits the proverbial wall during the month of february we have also arrived at the dog days of the high school basketball season. All of the work that's gone in in the previous three months is beginning to add up for both coaches and officials alike. For coaches, it's managing the pressures and expectations within each of their teams. And for officials, all of those miles up and down the floor are beginning to add up. It's this time of year where both groups need to refocus and re-energize themselves to give students the best possible experience during the month of March. Thanks, Mark. You can be a referee. Go online now to sign up at MHSAA.com. Be the Referee is a production of the MHSAA Network. Right, everybody, welcome back to State Champs Hang Time. And as you can see, we have a familiar face, not in the podcast room with us, but uh, uh, oh. bro- broadcasting from far, far away, Tom Markowski. A lot of people were saying, what happened to Tom? What happened to Tom? Where are you? I am in a town called Onekama. Onekama, yes. It, it, yeah, right. That doesn't tell you a whole lot. It's about 40 miles west of uh, Cadillac. Um yeah. The big town near us is Manistee, which yeah. is a fairly okay. good-sized town. Yeah. Yeah. How's they this? Good, they had some good, really good girls' teams back in the day in the 80s. Right. How's the snowpack up there? Yeah, we get snow up here. Um, <laughs> through the January, we had over 100 inches. So That's we're, oh my Then God. we just got dumped on recently. And, yeah, we uh, did too. Yeah, I heard you guys got a bunch. It was bad, yeah, last weekend. well. Yeah, no doubt. Thankfully, we had Friday off. So anyway, this is the B-Cam segment. Dan Young is here, uh, and Tom Markowski is here, so it's like old home week, you know? And uh, uh, we're going to get into um, a little bit of what's happening uh, with B-Cam, because nominations are about set to get uh, get going here. And uh, the podcast, of course, airs at 5 p.m. on Thursdays, and that's February 15th. So if you are listening to this right on Thursday, Thursday, this is the last day to join BCAM. So it. if you're a coach who is not signed up uh, and is not a member yet, want, you know, Dan, why don't you remind them um, what benefits it has to being a member? So if you're a member of BCAM, obviously you can vote for, uh, you can nominate, you can be coach of the year, you can nominate your athletes for the academic awards, team, uh, top shooters, obviously the uh, all the all-state teams. 
Um, the regional directors are 16 on each side. They're going to try to do their best to get you to be a member if you're not already. Uh, the school special helps to get the entire school, girls coaches, boys coaches, all the way down to your middle school and your grade school people. So um, being a member, you're part of our association and uh, uh, the clinic and the banquet and all that it comes to being a member. Also, um, you know, the education and learning and getting better and, and, you know, grinding and becoming a better coach. So, And you said membership has now reached an incredible high. So for the 11th straight year, we have surpassed the year before. And we are at 5688 uh, as of right now. Uh, and it's probably going to leak a little bit more as we get some mails. We do still get mail-ins. Right. Most are done online, but we still get some mail-ins. So uh, Amy Heidelberg, our, our uh, administrative assistant, Tom Hersey, our executive director, our board of directors, regionals, everybody's working and getting people to join and be a part of it. Yeah, it's great. So uh, we wanted to continue to grow, and uh, we want to celebrate the coaches here uh, in the state. And again, coaches, this is how you can weigh in. Now, for years and years and years, Tom Markowski would rank players, rank teams, still does it on our website. So if you think he's gone, he hasn't, go to statechampsnetwork.com if you haven't been there in a while, and uh, check out everything uh, Tom has got going. And uh, of course, he ranks girls basketballs, and he's always uh, you know, up to speed with what's happening in boys and girls basketball. Dan is going to be Dan Switzerland Young here on the podcast because, you know, of course, uh, you know, the nominations and everything for the the best players of the stage, especially Mr. and Miss Basketball, will be coming up shortly. Um, so, he's, he, you know, I get it, you know, how, how we, we do things is that uh, Tom is the guy who has got great opinions on some of the best players in the state. I want to let you guys know the nomination period is runs from February 24th through April 1st for the girls and March 3rd through April 1st for the boys. So I will say April 1st is, uh, is we've changed that to April 1st. It was a lot earlier and we've just coaches, you know, getting the state tournament run yeah. and, and we've had those situations. So we moved it back. I think it's going to help. Yeah, I do too. Hey, I remember when E.C. Matthews went to town and led Romulus. And now he might not have been the best player during the season, but in the state tournament, E.C. Matthews lit him up. I yeah. saw him up front and close when we played them in the districts and many years. And he's doing, doing damage at Rhode he Island. Was yeah. a special yeah, player. He got hurt last night or this past week. Yeah, he? I heard. Yeah, I heard his other oh, knee. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, following him. He's Great doing well. player. Yeah. So when you talk about uh, B Cam's best of the best, kind of the dream team, it's kind of fun to look back and see uh, because somebody, everybody always makes a big deal about uh, Mr. Basketball, Miss sure. Basketball, maybe those who weren't, but these were the top 10 last year. So it's fun to just hear the names again. Uh, Cornerstones, Jamal Kane, East English Village, Greg Elliott, Flint Beachers, Malik Ellison, North Farmington's, Amari Hardy, uh, Isaiah Livers, of course, from Kalamazoo Central, Kevin McAdoo from West Bloomfield, Xavier Tillman from Grand Rapids Christian, Bryce Washington Jr. from Southfield Christian, Romeo Weems out of New Haven, and Jason Whitens out of Powers North Central. That's an impressive group. If you think about, you know, yeah. those guys and how well they're playing as freshmen in college, a lot of these guys. Yeah, exactly. You know, you turn on Marquette, and both those guys are, are starting or in the, in the lineup. Uh, and Xavier Tillman's had a good year. He does not look like a freshman, right? Well, he didn't look like a senior <laughs> last year. He looked he like looks a like a junior, full in man. Yeah, uh, he does. what a what a good guy. Uh, when Livers won the uh, Mister Basketball, he immediately shot out uh, a positive, and that was a very close race. 
What and a, that what was a, a guy going to Michigan. What a classy guy. <laughs> you know, that was impressive. Yeah. Yeah, and they went, they went against each other in the quarterfinals the day after. I mean, I know. That's that, right. That spoke That's volumes right. about that kid there and, and that what one. he's all about. Tillman <laughs> had the better of that, that in the evening. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, Tom, since you know, you've been doing some research, who are some of the boys that you like this year that could very well end up best of the best? Well, I, I think this senior class, for one, is really, really good. And, and I think in other classes, and you know, we've talked in the past, or I think Michigan high school basketball for the boys maybe hit a, definitely hit a downturn. I, you can't say that about this year. I think the yeah. senior class is just phenomenal. I think last year's class was very good, too. But I actually think this year's class is better. Uh, Foster Lawyer, for one, oh. uh, just having a great year for Clarkston. You know, you think back to 2009 when Keith Appling and Pershing won it uh, state title. Appling was a junior. Uh, he won Mr. Basketball the next year. I yeah. think a very similar thing could happen this year. You went over. I, you uh, went over a lot of hearts at the state finals. You know, when you when those people yeah. see you in person. Well, and I think you know, for me, if I'm talking about a great player, and I think Lawyer is a great player, you have to play for a great team. You have to be that guy that makes them win, or is the big guy out there to at least lead the charge. And I think other guys, too. I look at David DeJulius at East English Village Prep. They're the team that beat Clarkston this year. And David played better than uh, Foster Lawyer did in that game. Of course, that was in December. We're closing in on March. Right, now, so. and they just lost early in the PSL playoffs, yeah, which doesn't you know, help his case. Bad. There's a lot of parody in the PSL. There is. And, you know, look look at the two teams that are there now, You know, two yeah. Class C teams that I know. You know, and many – Maybe many people didn't feel they belonged there or deserved it, but the point is there's a lot of parity in the PSL, and if they ran that tournament next week, you'd probably have two different uh, teams in there. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and getting to go to mid-Michigan there with uh, uh, um, Brandon, Brandon Johns, Johns out of East Lansing. Yeah. He was out for a couple of games. He banged a knee in practice. Um yeah, actually, think I think he missed three games, but he's he's having a fine year too. So oh, they'll I think get those you, three off top of my head. Yeah, uh, are really good. And two kids that I saw early in the season, and I, you know, being on this side of the state, uh, the west side, I had a chance to see Marcus Bingham out of Grand Rapids. Yeah, Catholic we South. had him on the show last week. I'll tell you what, <laughs> that kid is good. Yeah, he won't big. turn eighteen until August. Wow, this kid is still he's, growing. He's, he's long. Yeah. Now, he needs to put on some weight, yes. but he's got a marvelous jump shot. His form is excellent. I think Michigan State is getting us, you know, a, a fantastic player. I think he might be, in the long run, the best player in this class. Now, when I say might be, he's got to improve a lot. And another guy that needs to be a, needs to improve uh, is uh, Travion Williams out of Henry Ford Academy in Detroit. I had a chance to see him this season. He, you know, uh, Mark, uh, Matt Painter was there, uh, his Future coach at yep, Purdue. Yep. Um, he was trying to put on a show for his, you know, future coach. Uh, and, and so I, I really like these kids. Uh, will they win Mr. Basketball? I don't know. Yeah, will they be knows? a candidate for Mr. Basketball? That's that's not my call. But I'll tell you what, they they both had great years, and I think, you know, what they're doing now is, is very very good. But I think both those kids, you see, two three years from now, you're going to say, wow. Yeah, upside yeah. is is tremendous with with those long, athletic, yeah. skilled guys who are just going to be, uh, you know, huge huge help at the at the college level when you're like multifaceted player. 
So quickly, let's go over to the girls and we'll kind of uh, relive some of the best of the best. Last year, we had Nia Ahart out of University Liggett, Madeline Clark out of Pittsford, uh, Deja Church, of course, out of Southfield A&T, Kiera Fletcher out of Warren Cousineau, who was one of our DAC uh, Female Athlete of the Year finalists, uh, Callie Martinez from Bay City, John Glenn, Comeria McDaniel from Dearborn Heights, Robichaud, Destiny Pitts out of Country Day. Uh, she's doing great at great, the next level. Oh, yeah. Nikki Tucker out of Marshall, Jordan Walker out of Muskegon Shores, and Maddie Waters out of Rockford. Yeah, a lot of really good players um, playing well at the next level. Um, But, again, pretty wide open when it comes to you talk about this year. Uh, Right. Uh, With Maddie getting hurt. Yeah. Just just such a shame. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Tom, you're the big loss for Williamson. Uh, Yeah. I really think. That really hurt their chances of winning a state title, no especially question. when you got Country Day in your in your class. But there's still a lot of talent here, right, Tom? Yeah, oh yeah, you know, I they did take a couple of hits. This has been some injuries this year, but yeah. Hey, Kayla Webb and Maxine Moore out of Country Day, two outstanding seniors. Uh, you know, their numbers aren't going to wow you. Uh, Webb's averaging about 16 points. Moore's averaging about 10 and six, leading the team with six rebounds. So, I mean, Country Day. They're always a talented team. They always have a lot of talent. And yeah, and, I'm going to see not gonna see somebody score 25 points a game. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm interested in seeing Kayla. I'm going to the game. John and I are going to go Saturday. They've got Saginaw Heritage. Oh, you are? Okay, then we'll see you there. Well, you know, we're. I got Heritage number one. Yeah, I know you do. I got today number one and B. Yeah. So I chance to see some of the two good teams. Well, we're doing a, a Living Legends show on Frank Orlando. And so this is kind of the first time we can kind of get out and get some footage and talk to him. So uh, we're going to kind of kill a couple of birds and obviously have a a great game to check out. You'll see one of the top juniors who I have. Mo Joyner, yeah, we'll be interested to see how. Yeah, that'll be good for her to come down. That's that's awesome. And then earlier when we were talking about some of the Miss Basketball favorites, a lot of the guys in this room, of course, love Camry Clegg from Wayne Memorial. You know what? I've seen her twice having coached girls basketball uh, at Salem, and we played her the other night, and – uh, strong, uh, handles it really well, great vision, shoots it really well. They nickname uh, her like the Beast. I mean, <laughs> but in a flattering way. Yeah, she has a lot of <laughs> players around her, so she's she's um, a willing passer. Um, and to, talking to her coach, she's a four five GPA with a over twelve hundred right. uh, SAT. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You know, that's good stuff. It's yeah. good to hear. Uh, going to Clemson, going a quality to, program. Going yeah. to Clemson. She's going to be a good player th- at the next level because she's I, – I just like how she doesn't have to dominate the ball, and that's huge. But she, if she <laughs> has to, she will, but uh, she shoots it pretty well. Obviously, at the next level, once you get scouted, you know, you've got to be able to shoot the ball. So her right. size is not going to be a problem um, because she's quick and she's strong, physically a strong player. Yeah, you know, Kiera Fletcher's down at Georgia State in the ACC – and so, uh, you know, with and Clemson's actually, uh, I think, number one in the ACC right now. So she's going to a strong program. That's a big time, you know. And Clemson recruit. was at their, her game the other night. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Cool. Cool. So, uh, you know, anybody, anybody. Seniors having a good year is Lasha Petrie out of Ann Arbor Prep. Yeah. Right. Uh, really. the state yep. final last year. Yep. One of uh, the three Petrie girls, Jamie Petrie, uh, you know, gets skills. And um, she really shoots it. She's going to Bradley, uh, mm-hmm. has is long, uh, and her skills have developed over the years. And she's kind of got that mentality, that scoring mentality that you need when you're a wing scorer. Uh, so yeah, she's 
she's having a great year at, at over you know right around 18 points a game and right. um she does a lot yeah she does. i like her versatility yeah, yeah. plays defense yeah exactly you know, she averages five steals a game right all right, guys, so we're running long because this is about an 18-minute segment here, but that's all right because we're a podcast and we can do what we want, and hopefully we have entertained the people. So uh, we'll, have, we'll be a little bit over an hour on this week's show, but uh, we do want to mention, that, of course, that uh, nominations, coaches, it's time to start getting them in, and it's for everything. Yeah, get, get your nominations in. Go to bcam.org. Uh, you know, f- look at your group and, and, and get things going and, and get it in. And it's and for everything, academics, all, all of it. You got it. Now, the only thing that's early is the top shooters for if you want to try to be in the, uh, the top shooters at the state championship for girls and boys. You have to get that in real soon. Okay. Uh, I don't know the exact date, but that's earlier than the other awards because if you're going to be at the state championship and get into the, some of those events, um, our shooting event, uh, you have to get that in ASAP. All right, and again, if you're listening on Thursday, February 15th, this is the last day to join BCAM. If you want to do that and you are a coach and you should do that, join the largest organization in the country when it comes to basketball coaches. So go to BCAM.org and do that. Tom, it's been fun. Even Great though we I got to give a, a shout-out to two juniors. Okay. Uh, Julia Aralt out of Gross Point North having a great year, 18.8 a game. And uh, Leah Hartman out of Okemos, who's okay. had like 17 17- – Big time Division One scholarship offers out of Okemos. Uh-huh. Uh, Tennessee has offered her. Have wow. been great as well. Wow! I'm looking forward to seeing some of the top teams in the state this weekend. I get to uh, get the boys on Friday and the girls on Saturday. Good All stuff, right. Dan. Thank you. It's almost playoff time. Yes, it is. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. See ya. See you guys. Fundraising should be fresh, flavorful, and simple. We have the perfect solution at Hungry Howie's. Dough Razor. Your team or school can sell paper pizza certificates that can be redeemed for one medium pizza at participating locations. We've been doing this fundraiser for about four years, and it's the easiest and best and most profitable fundraiser they have in Michigan. Go to DoughRaiser.com to learn more and sign up. Your next fundraiser comes with flavored crust. Welcome to Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. All right, let's get into the Catholic League playoffs, which start this weekend. Something uh, subject we don't talk about uh, too much here, but I know there's a lot of people who uh, you know love Catholic League basketball, and again, the tradition is always there. Uh, so, uh, what are your thoughts, uh, TJ, on on this on this tournament coming up? Well, in the CD division, I think that it's going to be between Cranbrook, and we, obviously they just lost the other day. Yep. Um, and I think Carla Mooney is one of those teams where. It seems like every time I do my Class D rankings, I'm like, why don't I have Cardinal Mooney in the Class D? They got one of the better players in, yeah, in, in the small school, ra- uh, small school basketball in the state in Danny Everhart. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. He, he, he's, he, he's a gunner. Yeah. He, All right. Yep, yep. He's doing, he's doing real well. Um, but I think those are two the, the, the two favorites. Yep. Um, they're on opposite end of the brackets, and so if they wind up meeting up um, in the championship, that'll be Sunday, uh, February yeah, 25th. Let me, just, let me just throw one thing out there about Cranbrook. Uh, this Cranbrook basketball team, who's I think they're 13-1 and one right now, mm-hmm. uh, they uh, have a ton of kids that were on that football team uh, mm-hmm. that had uh, you know a historic season uh, for Cranes uh, football this past fall. They won a Catholic, their second straight Catholic League, won a district. They came really close to upsetting River Rouge, I believe, in the region. Regionals, 
And uh, a lot of those, you know, that kind of winning mentality has transferred over onto the hardwood. Guys like Tim Hawkswell, their big fella that's going to Michigan Tech on a football scholarship, uh, just, you know, is one of those, you know, uh, linchpins for that, for both of those programs. And it's it's great to see that translating from the gridiron onto the hardwood. Well, I'll tell you what, if you watch State Champs this Sunday, you'll see we had their highlights. They played at the LCA on Monday versus uh, Riverview, Gabriel Richard, and really weren't in that game at all. Uh, it you know it, it got closer. It was very low scoring early, and you know the kids being in that environment. I think that's, you know it's, it's really really tough. weird. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Gabriel Rashard played really really well. They're in their bracket, yeah, so if they get them in the in the uh, they're going to get them in the, the semis if if they meet. Uh, if uh, you know, depending if Cranbrook gets by Everest and and, and then Gabriel Rashard over Our Lady of the and Lake. And then just another note about Orchard Lake. Uh, yeah. Saint, or Orchard Lake Saint Mary. Another note about Our Lady of yes. the Lakes and Waterford. Yes. Uh, just another long line of Robacks and Rosses that are coming Jeez. through. <laughs> yeah, no just, it's a never-ending, never end. uh, uh, never-ending waterfall of it, rowback and is. rosses. Some, sometimes you got to look down the road when you're hiring. Yeah. And, and just so you know, <laughs> the crazy. rosses are rowbacks. It's the same. Right. It's the same, same family. family. Yeah. So uh, you know, Grant Ross and uh, Baby Roback are, are two uh, really fine backcourt mates. So you know, we'll see. We'll wow. see what they can do. Yeah, absolutely. How about AB? Should be competitive. Can someone yeah. finally knock off UAD Jesuit? Not That's this storyline. Not this year. No? No, it's going to be six in a row for them. Uh, I think that they're just too strong in the addition of Jalen Thomas, you know, who just returned. Yeah, um, re-addition. Yeah, the, the re-addition. <laughs> and Daniel You Friday figure St. Mary's would have the biggest? You know what, St. Mary's, like St. Mary's is going to... They're going to give them a run. I saw St. Mary's play uh, at U of D. They'll play them in the semis. Yeah, they saw them play earlier in the year. Um... I'm not sure that they have necessarily that extra, front, maybe that third court. or fourth guy. Kate Prescorn played really well last night um, against. Doesn't Country have a ton Day. of help in the front court though, and and uh, yeah, but they, got, but they got Lorne. They got Lauren Bowman, who is they just do have a Lorne. sensational sophomore. Yeah, he really is. Who also hit, a, who also hit another great, halfway, uh, another best. another half court yeah, shot last night. Right before the half, he will he will be Mr. Basketball. I will make sure that he'll <laughs> <laughs> definitely be, a, he'll definitely be a candidate. <laughs> in, uh, you hear the year first. Yes, exactly. He'll be there. Yeah, he'll but be uh, on the velvet. Yeah, I got but, some pull. Yeah, but you would be Jesuit. Yeah, I think that they're gonna. I think would it be number six for them? Yeah, if they want to win it. Four four in a row with Cassius and then last year. It's been crazy. You know, at the same time, you can't throw out De La Salle. You know, and we talked about football and how that carries over. You know, does that happen yeah, for De La Salle? The quarterback, Luke Fromm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Luke Fromm going to Wayne Justin State. Fisher. And Justin Fisher is one of the best superior. point guards in the state. Yeah. And you said Catholic Central's been getting better. I haven't seen yeah. them this year. You know, year. They, it's like they they have about nine of the same guys. Six, right. five, a ton of length. They can shoot it. They can crash the glass. Uh, Davis Lukomsky is, is their leading scorer. Um, you know, a very nice player uh, in the Catholic League. And then Justin Rukat, a junior center that does a really good job. So they got a really nice front court. Uh, they got a, a, a pretty steady backcourt led by uh, A.J. Abner. Hour, mm. And I, I, you know, so you got to bring your game if yeah. you're gonna, you know, you're gonna but get they still it. have to be Divine Child, yeah. who has yeah. Quentin Blair, who is yeah. right. arguably yeah. the probably the top senior in the in that in that in the whole. It's going to William and Mary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, the thing with Catholic Central, they kind of remind me of those St. Mary's teams from like four or five years ago, where they they had the size that you know they didn't have the seven footers, but they had the size. They were physical, and they ain't backing down to nobody. So yeah. so I look at you know that's a Catholic Central team. They're they're not lacking the physicality or the toughness. 
if some shots are falling, that's a team that can make. I mean, when you literally have athlete. six guys that are over six three or six four, I mean, that's for a high school. That's right. a, that's, yeah. that's size. And, yeah. then, and what was it like about ten years ago when Father Gabriel Rashard were making noise? They had that kid that was a walk on at Echo. Michigan. Echo. Yeah, that's right. Echo Okune. Yeah, he could throw it down. You know, Pete Scoach or whatever was the coach. Yeah, Pete was the coach. And then they had Josh Herbeck who wanted to play. Josh Herbeck. Yeah, Herbeck was pretty good. Was a really good player. Yeah, but. Yeah. They haven't been able to really find I any. Think any rekindle the fire. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to. Skyline uh, might have S-O something to do with Akune, that. Yes. I'm not, not going to oppose uh, TJ. You know, predicting UDJ to come out uh, yeah. with with six straight. Because I, I, if I had to put my money down, uh, I would. I would the put my money down on UDJ. UDJ. But I think this this tournament this year is more wide open than it's been in the past. There's more of a question sure. mark there. Uh, I think you, you kind of. Uh, and all, this is all due respect to all the programs the last couple of years. But I, I think it, you know the last couple of years when the tournament started, you might as well just you know. Pencil in UDJ for for raising the trophy at Callahan. Right. I think there's you know there's, there's there's some you know there's some wild cards this year. So let's yeah. say this. So let's say UDJ wins again, but as a tough road, but pulls it out. So then you got the Operation Friendship game, which is now going to be UDJ uh, versus the Pershing or Edison. Pershing or Edison. Ooh, look at that. I, I, what I, do you I, think I, about I, that? I, I think the Battle of Seven Mile, East and West Side. You know, wouldn't be wouldn't, wouldn't be too bad. I think that that would be that'd be great per- for, for the city and, and Jesuit. Callahan Hall would actually have a whole bunch of fans there. Yep. Um, yeah. So I think I'd, I would love to see that. Not, be Thursday, March first, will be that game. And, and another thing for for what do U- I got? UDJ <laughs> that I really like for Jesuit and that that bodes well that bodes so well for tournament play is a lockdown defender like James Moss. Yeah. Who who is yep. there? Who's their a stopper? And you know he can d up anybody. Whether we're talking uh, a point guard, small forward, shooting guard uh, on the perimeter, there are a few better. Yeah. See, you guys know me, and you know the one thing I always talk about with a team making a run in any type of tournament is star power. And Daniel Friday is becoming a star. You know, hats through off this to season. Danny Friday, he's been man. He's having a great one of the. In my opinion, he's he's the for me. He's the he's my MIP. Yeah, for Metro, for Metro Detroit. Yeah, and well, he, I mean, if not if not the entire state for the yeah. for the two thousand. And not only that, Pat Donnelly told us. Yeah, you know, at the beginning, I of thought the he year. was. I thought he yeah, was. Yeah, he's like he's gonna. Smoke. Hey, yeah, he averaged seven points last year. He'll be closer. There's a lot to of coaches that will hype up kids. My name's Friday. I carry a badge. Yeah. <laughs> and he's telling the me before net. the season, <laughs> expect Danny Friday to average twenty a game, and I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I thought he's a kid that could have averaged, you know, uh, double digits, but I didn't see him becoming a full fledged star. Yeah, he's like a he's rising. And I saw him the first week of the season. I was like, hey, Donnie ain't lying. This kid's legit. I mean, there's a reason why he's got you know a handful of college offers. You know, I know what Kent's. State offered him, and you know, I talked with the guys over at Kent State. And I told Daniel, I was like, I was like, make sure you make sure you got your phone He's, on. Yeah, you know? I was like, I was like, I was like, and make sure you thank your parents and people you thank your coaches and everybody who's been driving you around and stuff. People like that. were worried about Dozier leaving, who was an, you know all Catholic league point guard, and he left for prep school. Mm-hmm. And uh, dare I say, Daniel Friday is better than Dozier. He, he very well <laughs> could be. You know, you look at just what Friday's done. He's a rising star. But with that being said, another rising star we just talked about was Lauren Bowman. You know, yeah. he he can take over a game if he does it. You know, they can upset somebody, and that's oh, what he did in the second half of last night's game. That's right? Yeah, yesterday's against, against game. Country Day. Wendell Green was phenomenal in the first half. He was he was he was really had a triple double. Had a real strong game throughout the game. Mm-hmm. It seemed like the first half belonged to Wendell Green. The second half belonged to Lauren Bowman, and two they the, and they're only sophomores. And so yeah, when they start the putting everything crowd. together, you know, people want to say, "Oh, who's better? Who's better?" You know, I'm just like, why can't they both just be great? You just know, enjoy I was like. It. I was like, you know what? I'd love to see them play 
let's say their junior year, their senior year, and then they hope that I mean, they both they're both going to have the opportunity to go to the same conference. Now, what conference that might be? It might not be the Big Ten, but it might be you know the Atlantic Ten Conference, USA, whatever else. It's Big also East good to see is. that game, yeah. which had been uh, on ice for the you know for a, at least a yeah. decade, yeah. get renewed. Yes. That rivalry, yes. that Orchard Lake, absolutely, uh, uh, Country Day rivalry, which used to be so great when I was growing up in the nineties. You'd see Battier versus. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Betty at Country Day versus Diallo, David, and Daryl—the uh, right. the, 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 the three-headed monster that um, that St. Mary's had in, in the '90s. David Bowens ended up playing the NFL for 12 years. Diallo Johnson was catching passes from Tom Brady at Michigan. They won a basketball state champ, or they won a football state championship, and then came like a second away from winning a basketball state championship. And those were some epic battles in the mid '90s. Yeah, there were really some nice. real good, and that was one of the things with Brother Rice. Brother Rice and Country Day used to have a, oh, yeah. a real strong yeah. rivalry. Yeah. And then they wound up getting rid of that because of a couple of twins, the Talbots. Yeah. The Talbots yeah. went over from country right. or went yeah. from Brother Rice, Brother to, Rice country to Country Day. Day. Yeah. And that was that. And, was the, yeah, and all of a sudden, nobody series. could find and the contract. And it's too bad because literally they could walk to each other. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's the sad part. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. That's it. We're going to call it for cool. this one. Uh, it's another uh, hang time in the books. want to let you know obviously, we got league titles we're going to talk about next week. We're going to get ready for playoffs. We're going to have a real good picture as to uh, kind of where some of the candidates are in terms mm-hmm. of Mr. and Ms. Basketball and things of, those nature, uh, things of that nature. Uh, so we are just gearing up now for the stretch run. So make sure you join us each and every week thanks to bcam and thank you to hungry howie's dough razor we will see you and talk to you next week